I'm Emily Thede, author of This Vicious Grace, coming in summer 2022 from Wednesday Books. And I'm Anna, a teacher and a writer in the Query Trenches. And you're listening to Basic Pitches, where we... Two basic pitches... Break down the basics of writing and being a writer. Yeah. Good omens to come. It's a good, yeah, it's a good omen. Right? That doesn't happen often. Hello, Emily. <laughs> Hello, Anna. It's been a while since we sat down and talked on this here basic pitches. It has, but you've been busy. Yeah. I know you've got stuff in mind and plans and I do. I can't wait to hear all of yeah. it. Yeah. It's been it's been exciting just adjusting to this new step. Yeah. 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 A lot of lot of big steps. Yay. It's been nice. It's been very, very nice. Um, okay. Edit letter should be coming soon, which is exciting. Um, I'm very much like a person who's excited for it. And I yeah. love working on craft, so bring it. Um, mm-hmm. And then working on an adult outline that will hopefully go to my agent, which is weird to say. Um, so yeah. use that, which is nice. <laughs> it's like on your honeymoon, you know, when you're like, my husband, my wife, my, like, you know, you just say it over and everyone's like, oh yeah, obviously these people are newlyweds right. because they're, they're saying it and you're like so excited. I remember just walking around for a week being like, my, this, and it's, right. it's fun. I it's, hesitate to say it because it's still that imposter syndrome thing, I guess, or like, yeah. it's just like weird that it's this step and it's like nothing's changed, but everything's changed. Yeah. It's so I hard think to explain. book life though, you know, because it's it's everything that happens is so momentous and so eventful but like it's rarely an event yes you know like just it's not like an it's not like a movie where you you get a role in a movie and then you go to the set like it's like you yeah you get an agent and you're still sitting at the same desk writing on the same computer like every stage is yeah like i've heard people say when your book comes out it can be a little not anticlimactic but like you kind of realize like oh what am i supposed to do something because it's like it's this big event but the event is literally happening just at like books are arriving on shelves somewhere. Yeah. Like you don't have, it's not like a wedding reception. Right, you know? so. right. It's not, there's no like rolling out the red carpet kind of thing. I mean, yeah. you have like your opening night stuff. If, you know, mm-hmm. if you choose to go that route, like you can have opening night at a bookstore and you talk about it. But it's like, that's, yeah. that's one small microcosm of the amount of people who will hopefully exactly. be reading your book. Yeah, <laughs> like it's going out in the world, but you could literally lay in bed all day in your pajamas and it would still exactly. go out in the world the exact same way. Like you don't have anything to do right to make it happen which is um, why it's like important to plan things for yes. yourself right like i agreed heard many <laughs> yeah. things like getting an agent plan things plan things yeah. on that day plan things afterwards plan things when your book comes out plan yep that's what i'm doing i have something mm. planned for like a week later that's just getting together with friends just to be like hey like this happened you know that's <laughs> because exciting. i feel like I feel like you could get that kind of like a hangover a week later you know right when, the buzz is starting to die down and you just need to like, I don't know, celebrate with the people that, near and dear. That's so. so smart of you because that's exactly where I go into like doubt territory and bad mm-hmm. mental health is a week after something has happened. It's like, okay, woo. Yep. No. What? I always find that when I turn in a revision. I don't know if you experienced oh, that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a slump of like, but you've been so focused on doing something and then it's like, now what do I do? There, there's that absence of something, yeah. right? It's like, I've stopped worrying. Now I can, it, it almost reminds yeah. me of um, <laughs> teaching, right? I would teach all mm-hmm. year and then I would never get sick unless I had a sinus infection, which I can't control. Oh, yeah. But then summer would come around and I would mm-hmm. crash the first week of summer because my body's like, yep. there's nothing else. We're done now. Yep. The stress is gone. Yep. I would do that every break. And if I did get sick on a time that wasn't a break when I was teaching, it was always like a Friday night. 
Because, yeah, it's like you're geared up, you're fight or flight, right. and then the second your body, like, lets that breath out, uh-huh. you just kind of go, home. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so I'm preparing for all that. Um, yes, because yeah. you have a book coming out in, like, eight days. Oh Yes. Week. And if this is the podcast time machine. If this is the podcast. Maybe it's out. <laughs> if this is the podcast time machine, your book is out right now. Yeah. Whew, that just gave me a Your little, book is out right now. Bones. It's out right now. <laughs> Not yeah. while we're recording, but right now as people no. are listening. Which is wild. I mean, in yeah. some ways I get I get a bit of a kind of like dip my toe in the water because um, my UK and US publishers were both pretty generous with the ARC distribution. Right. <laughs> like those went far and wide, which is really nice in a way because I kind of got some of the nerves over with early. Yeah. And it's like, all right, it's been out there. I've already learned to not, like, I don't, you know, I'm not checking reviews and stuff, so I get to not be so nervous about that, I guess, yeah. just because it's just, like, we're just expanding the pool a little wider, but, like, it's already gone out there, so. So, yeah. That's exciting, though. It like, is. I'm super excited. You get to kind of, like, dip your toe in, like you said. It's, mm-hmm. You get to test it before it actually happens, which is nice. Exactly. Yeah. Yay! Um, so, the book is out right now. People can buy it wherever mm-hmm. books are sold, which is fantastic. Wherever books are sold. Um... What? I, let's do it. Let's do it. Can you tell okay. everybody a little bit about your book in case this is I like can. episode I think one? <laughs> that they're hey, look, in. some people might be tuning in. Uh, yeah, I think I have finally got the elevator pitch down because I tried to make a TikTok today and it took me 18 tries to say it, but I think I got it. So, um, This Vicious Grace is a romantic YA fantasy about Alessa, a girl who was chosen by the gods to save her island home by channeling a magical partner's gift, but unfortunately for her, she keeps killing everyone she touches instead. Oops. So, as her own advisor starts to turn against her, and people start to wonder if they would be better off uh, taking her out and seeing if a better savior rises, she's not a big fan of that idea, so she goes out and recruits Dante, a very grumpy outcast, to be her temporary bodyguard, but he has dark secrets of his own, and they may be the key to helping her unlock her gift or destroying her once and for all. Woo! And it's kind of a dark fantasy snuggled up with a rom-com, and it just has all my favorite things in it. So I'm really excited for you to read Yay! it. Yay! I love <laughs> seeing people on Instagram who are reading it, especially, um, and how much they love my boy, Dante. Yeah. <laughs> love him. He's very popular. Love him. <laughs> love him. We all knew it would happen. We all knew. Yeah, I do. I love a grump. I will say that is one that is probably my favorite compliment I get when people are really ask like, "Well, how did like how did you get his personality just right?" And I'm always like, "Oh, it's easy. Um, every man in my life is kind of a grumpy curmudgeon." So you know that's that's the love interest type that I naturally know, right. um, and that's probably why all of my favorite male love interests in books and movies tend to be that type. So it was very natural to write right. that character, even though he's so different from me. So I know. I love I'm excited that. that other people get to sort of claim him now. Um, my favorite is there were like two TikToks in a row that I got tagged in where people use the exact same phrase, which was, what a man. Ha, 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 ha. I love the thought of Dante himself being like, oh my God, why are people talking right. about me? He would not want all this, uh, he no. would not want all this attention. Not at all, which I just find especially charming. So right. yeah, so I'm excited to kind of hand him over to the world. Um, in a weird way, I know they're fictional characters. I do. I swear I do. Sort of. No, they're but like, not. In a, in a weird way, I'm like, I'm like protective of Alessa a little bit more because I feel like she's just more of a 
soft-hearted character and it's kind of like oh be nice to my girl whereas with Dante I'm like heh he'll be fine right rough him up a little kids it'll be good right I want everyone to picture um YA fantasy Roy Kent not in aesthetics but in personality you know what we're talking about that's what you're in for the non-verbals all about it love 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 to see it we love to see it um so how how I mean I'm not going to ask how you are because (laughs) We all know, trying, and I don't know how to. We answer. all know that, so we're not gonna. Nobody knows. Nobody knows at yeah. any given point in time, especially you right now. Um, yep. How I'm gonna ask this? How Ooh, okay? Hard hitting. Are you treating yourself? Like how are you gifting little things to yourself? How are you yeah. doing health care? That's a good question. I have actually like this doesn't sound like a treat, but I have been giving myself permission to like go to the gym and exercise even if it takes away from writing time because I'm like this is the time where like I need to not melt into a puddle of tense muscles well that doesn't make any sense well emotional puddle tense body is not a great combination um yeah I actually took a week and a half off from writing nice when I turned in a draft of the sequel which was the longest break I have taken in years and that was really good for me and um yeah I'm just I think the biggest thing is just giving myself permission to not stress temporarily about deadlines and other stuff to just like be in the moment and accept that like this is probably not going to be the most productive week and anything I get done and accomplished is a bonus you know not an expectation and yeah I think that's a really important part of debut or any step that you're in is to just take time to sit in that moment right to yeah I don't know for me it's always this thing of like (laughs) somebody liked my fantasy (laughs) fan fiction kids in my head enough to Mm -hmm. want to represent them or publish them and I think that's like a beautiful thing to marvel on and it's like whatever comes is icing on the cake right yeah exactly and it hits at weird moments like I you know I'll be a kind of a stress ball all day long and then I'll like walk past my book and have a moment where I'm like oh the gratitude and then I like pull it together and go back to doing stuff I need to do so so yeah I don't know I think it's you you think you know exactly how you're going to react at each moment but you know emotions aren't that predictable so I'm excited to be in a room with people Uh uh-huh next week I'm doing an event with Lauren Blackwood next Tuesday or today or whatever day this comes out, uh, June 28th um, in Richmond at, well, it's actually, it was going to be at the Fountain Bookstore, um, but it is moving to Sam Miller's restaurant because Tracy Livesay and Kate Claiborne are having an event uh, an hour after us, and so they decided to put us all in the same place, so it's kind of a double-decker, double-header, yeah. you know? Um, so that's really fun because um, I like those authors, and I'm excited about all the stuff that they've got going on, and it's just going to be, I think it's going to be fun. That's exciting. That's like a lot of Rider Palooza all in one night. Yeah. Yay. Right? Like, I just, I'm such a nerd that I'm like, oh, there's going to be, like, real authors there. I'm like, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> one of them's me. How, how does that work? This is your party, so, too. Oh, my gosh. I'm really looking forward to that. Just, you know, I like celebrations. Like, I'm one of those people I need to be with other people, I think, to feel milestones in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so just to be in a room, even if it's, you know, even if it's just my mom and my kids and my partner, great. Like, that sounds like fun. I just, it will feel more real to me when I can be in a room right. with people, I think. That's exciting. I'm excited yeah. for you. Um, what Thank other you. events do you have planned? Uh, well, uh, the weekend before that, this 
or time travel. I've never been good with time travel. Um, I'm going up to the American Library Association to do a signing. Uh, I realized that I don't know what I'm going to be signing, and I'm too nerdy to actually ask my team. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yay, a signing. And I was like, wait, the book's not out yet. Is it going to be the book? Is it going to be ARCs? Is it going to be paper? Is it just going to be me with a Sharpie just waving at people? I have no idea. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I think that'll be fun. There are going to be a bunch of other... 22 debuts that I will get to meet in person for that. Um, and then on July 9th at Bluebird Bookshop, which is a brand new brick and mortar in Crozet, Virginia, I'm going to be getting together with El Cosimato, who wrote Finley Donovan is Killing It. And we're going to have a chat there. So that should be fun. And maybe some virtual stuff um, that isn't quite planned or organized yet. So we'll Yeah, see. that sounds really exciting. Lots of like in-person stuff, which brings me lots of joy because... Yes. We all know. We all know these last couple of years. Like, yeah, hard it's, stuff. It's hard. Yeah. Hard stuff. So much of my publishing journey happened, you know, in the same room of my house without other people. So right. I'm just really grateful that we can do this and we're going to do it as safely as we can. And I'm looking forward to just, yeah, all of That's it. That's exciting. I'm going to try to hit up a bunch of bookstores on my way there because we only have one, um, like, Barnes & Noble in my town and two indies, uh, but then this will be an hour away from me, so I get to go and kind of, like, pop into all their Barnes & Nobles and do the super humbling thing that happens to every author I know, which is when you go into the bookstore and you're really excited uh-huh. and you ask if you can sign your books and they look at you and go, who are you and why? <laughs> and you're like, never mind. Um, um, I've seen this happen to so many authors. Here's a, <laughs> like, here's a quick tip that I learned from someone. Have okay, your team, have someone on your team, call ahead. Yeah, that's a good idea. And that's seriously the way to do it because then it'll be like, do you have her book? Great. Goodbye. Yeah. And then they can come <laughs> back to you and be like, don't go to that one or go to this one or I they know saw you're coming. a TikTok today from an author who <laughs> went in to the store and asked to sign her books, like went and got her books from the shelf, like brought them over and said, can I sign them? And they said no, because then we can't return them. She <laughs> said no. I was like, oh, ouch. Like, oh, my that's, goodness. That's brutal. What is <laughs> This is wild. Yeah. What? And yet you see those stickers on the books that say signed by the author. Oh, so, like, they must let you, some people. What book but, wildness. Yeah. What? And, like, this was a bestseller. <laughs> she went oh, in, my like, gosh. Can I sign them? And they said no. Like, what are they okay. thinking? I don't know. But apparently I heard you actually, they can still return books if they're signed, just not if they're personalized. So yeah. if any booksellers are listening, you can still return them. <laughs> Let the poor authors sign their books. They've been dreaming of it their whole life. Just like, That's yeah. so funny. So we'll see. Oh my gosh. But I am, I am prepared for it. I am prepared to laugh about it. If it happens, it's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> that'll be good. Aww. But yeah, there's a bunch of bookstores, so I figure I will just kind of make a run of it, you know, do the loop. Right. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Me too. What is something in This Vicious Grace that you are the most proud of? I think. Like, you're just proud. Not that you love it, but that you're proud. Or something about This Vicious Grace that Hmm. you're proud of. I think the the romantic subplot, I I think I nailed it. Uh-huh. I mean, I just, I worked really hard on it and you were, you know, you were a big part of that process back in the early days. I remember we talked a lot about how I was mapping out each stage of their relationship and making sure that their interactions were authentic at every point. Um, it was just something that I focused on, you know, I wrote sort of by the seat of my pants originally and figured out kind of what I wanted it to look like. But then when I was doing revisions with my agent specifically, I was rearranging stuff so much, I had to really 
look at it from a craft perspective and break it down and be really mm-hmm. methodical and careful about it. And the fact that I was able to take something that I think I kind of did by instinct yeah, and then redo it in a way that was very thoughtful took a lot of work. And I'm really proud of the fact that I, I think I pulled it Heck off. Yeah. I remember those early yeah. days yeah. and there was lots of planning and lots of breaking things down and lots of fiddling lots of with planning. things. And yeah. it, I mean, it's a straight stunner of a romantic arc. Oh, so thank you. I mean, it's, I'm really proud it is of it. something so, to be proud of. It's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. It's it's like there's something neat about, I don't know, like it's cool to feel like you kind of did something well, but you're not sure how. But it's a very different feeling to be like, okay, I think I did this well. And like, I know how I did it. Like I worked oh, really yeah. hard on it. So. That's a really good distinction to make is like there's a difference between something that you just kind of stumble into and did well mm-hmm. or just something that came naturally that you did well. But rather yeah. something that you're like, no, I handcrafted every second of this. Yeah. <laughs> And then I got the chance to work on, you know, with with both of my Pitch Wars mentees to work on a similar thing for them with both of their books, which meant that I really got to iron it out and fine-tune the process even more. And now I feel like it's this asset I kind of have in my back pocket yeah. that I can use to help other people and also to work on future books, which is really nice because you often finish book one and Facebook two and beyond feeling like, how do I write a book? And I do feel like, how do I write a book? But that's one thing I'm like, okay, no, I know how to do this part. Yeah. <laughs> this part, I have practiced. I can do this part. Right. So if there's other It's just nice stuff. to have something. Yeah. yeah. You at least know that part is going to be solid. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it'll be <laughs> that fine. Part, at least I know the process. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is something in This Vicious Grace that gave you the hardest time? Um, hmm. Or the hardest, like, part of writing it or revising it or whatever. What's been the most challenging? I think it was the trying to get things as fast-paced as possible without losing kind of those quieter moments, those character-based moments that I think are really what are the heart of the book. Yeah. Um, It was just a – it was a really big challenge to do that. Um, But it's really satisfying to see that it it finally – pulled itself together and now I'm at the point with the sequel where I'm excited for that part yeah. because I know it's hard but it's like a growing pains hard and I just I've seen how much it can transform a book to try to streamline things to try to make every scene as impactful as possible while also holding on tight to the darlings that you know you need to keep right 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 that makes yeah. sense and you're very good at that you're very good at Thank pairing you. things down and I love to pair. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. me too. <laughs> but I think that's why, you know, because I kind of went through boot camp with this book and I'm like, okay, now I've seen how despite it was so challenging and there were times I wasn't sure I could pull it off, but I did and I can see how much better it made the book. So now I'm like, okay, I know it's going to hurt. It's going to be hard, but it's worth it. And right. I like a challenge. I love it. Um, who is your favorite character and you can't name Dante? Um, or Alessa. I think Kamaria. No, I think Kamaria is my favorite. Okay. You know, Alessa is a lot like me, and Dante is a lot like a lot of people in my life. Um, Kamaria, in a lot of ways, reminds me of um, my kind of longtime high school, college and beyond best friend and her sense of humor. Like, I just, uh, there's something about a character who can't help but snorting at the unintentional innuendo in every single situation, yes. which Alessa does too, but Kamaria does it without shame, and I love that about her, and yeah. She's very She's a lot fun. of fun. I love her. Um... Who do you think will be a fan favorite? Can't name Dante or Alessa. Hmm. Who will they love? It's funny because there are two characters. I don't know if I want to name them that everyone loves in the beginning and then 
hates at the end and another character who everyone hates at the beginning and loves at the end. So I get a lot of people saying, like, I like so-and-so. I did not think I would like so-and-so. Um, but I kind of want to let people experience that on their own. Love it. You can leave that answer there. So, yeah. You yeah. can leave that answer there. That's a good one. Yeah. I like it. So just don't be surprised if your feelings on characters change throughout the book. Because there's the one of them I loved from the moment they were on the page. And mm-hmm. couldn't convince me otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, and some people, like, immediately are like, I know there's more to this person, or, yeah, it's interesting to see, because some people are like, I knew knew they'd grow on me, and other people are like, why? Like, I just assumed I would hope this character would get killed off. I'm like, you know? And that's just because I'm not capable, like, if I get to know characters well enough, I always find something that I love in them, Uh even if I'm not supposed to, and so I think that comes through on the page, and I'm just not good at writing, like, truly awful all the way through characters. Right. I don't know. Can't I it, can't so. either. I've been watching, we've been watching the boys and everybody mm-hmm. in there sucks. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> they all suck. And I'm like, I don't know how to write that. I don't know how to yeah. like, I don't know. If you're looking for how to push the envelope and like make somebody truly just dirt bag awful, go watch the mm-hmm. boys because it's a great character study. And like, did they go there? They went there. And I can't yeah. do that. I can't. I don't think I'm I can you. either. Because, yeah, I always think if I get to know someone well enough, I'm going to find something I like about them. And so with my book characters, there's nothing to stop that from happening because they are a creature of my imagination. So there's always something, even if it's just a sense of humor or some sort of nobility, even if they're not the most fun. Like, I always think of Joseph. Poor Joseph. He's such a sweet, good boy. Um, But he's not the most fun. Like, he's not super funny. But even then, I'm like, oh, like, but bless his heart. Like, he's so serious. And he tries so hard. And, yeah, they're all my babies. They're all babies. And we love (laughs) them. Um, can you talk about where some of the other elements of this book, like there are the, the threat that they are facing, the end of the world threat kind of thing. Where did that come from? Because that was my favorite thing reading this. I was like, is this sci-fi? Is this fantasy? What is happening here? I really don't know. I think cicadas have always been a weird part of my life. I think like. Listen, if you've They're ever... They're creepy you, and weird. They crawl out of the ground. Everybody they, needs to come to, like, the heart of Appalachia. Yeah. In the middle of summer, like, that beginning of summer, beginning of spring. And then uh-huh. just go out in the middle of the woods and listen to them because they're horrifying. They are horrifying. And I think, so when I was like six or something, there was one of those, you know, 17 year cicada things. And I like had a, lot, like I had a little pet one. I kept them in a jar. <laughs> My parents had a friend who was a photographer who like took a picture of him. It's really beautiful. I think they still have it. Um, so there was like that. And then I think there, you know, there was another cicada wave while I was maybe drafting this book. And I think some, it just kind of got in my head of like a recurrent apocalyptic thing like a thing that comes back time and time again and if it comes back time and time again it made sense for it to be kind of these bugs that demony bugs that come out of the ground I love it so yeah and I needed to be something that like you knew it was coming yeah like there had to be ways to figure out how you knew it was coming so yeah so I picture them like um atlas beetles Uh uh-huh the big horns and stuff um but they they operate like cicadas that's amazing i like that though demon cicadas yeah and then people can understand why when the first time i tried to pitch this book to a critique group they're like okay (laughs) what demon cicada bugs are coming to attack an italian island and the girl keeps killing people she touches like what what are you doing i don't know so many things there and i love it yep that that (laughs) apparently according to a conversation with my agent that is my brand is uh Mm -hmm. all of these things that you're like these can't possibly be together (laughs) and then you read it and you're like these can possibly be together it works dang okay 
There's if it comes from it. a place of authenticity, I think anything can work. Right. I think if you're trying to go for shock factor, you're trying to surprise people, it's a lot harder to pull off. But when you're just like, this is weird, right? I'm doing it, then yeah, <laughs> it clicks. I love it. I love, 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 love it. Um, that was a good question. I think you're the only person that's ever asked that. I'm, that was a good listen, one. I'm, I'm, you're a pro. I'm trying, man. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. about things in there and I'm uh, trying, trying not to squeak my elbows <laughs> on this counter that sound like farts. Because that sounded okay. like a little Just part. adding to our vibe. Alessa would be amused. I can't make that. I can't remake that sound. It's almost like, you know, when you're, you step in your shoe and your shoe farts or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, actually I swear it was my shoe. And then you try and recreate it. And you're like, no, I swear it was my shoe. I'm like, no, it's my elbow. I promise. And I'm like starting a fire with my elbow on the counter. Yep. And the more you, pr- the more you protest, the worse it looks. Did you yep. think this is where your episode would go? Did not, but you know, I've but learned to here. never underestimate our ability are, to go off the rails. We are here. We are, yep. we are happening. That's right. I feel like half of the book is Dante being like, how did we end up talking about this? How did yeah. we get on this subject? So that makes sense. Yep. That's on brand. Yep. That is on brand. I have the babies behind me. I realize I would have to tip you up so you they're can see gorgeous. them. They're gorgeous. I love it them. It looks like a weird narcissistic shrine to myself because there's so many of them. <laughs> I didn't realize, uh, if people don't know, um, I do have a, a Barnes Noble special edition, which is super exciting. I did not realize they were going to send my author copies and then send another batch of the Barnes & Noble copies. So I like got my books. I was really excited. I, you know... Did the unboxing, and then I came home the next day, and I was like, why are there more boxes? <laughs> so I have a lot of books, like a lot of books. So I have the UK, and I have the US, and then I have the US Barnes Noble, and um, yeah. As our friend Lila Lawless said, it's time to build a book fort. Yeah, so <laughs> That might book be happening. <laughs> I love Some it. book dominoes, you know. Yeah. Uh, was it? Penguin always does that. The Penguin social media yes. account, they always do the book dominoes. Yes. So I guess I could do that these <laughs> are good ideas babies. good job tiktok ideas <laughs> i love it you can have so much fun you don't have to give details okay but how much of a cliffhanger are people in for so i don't consider it a cliffhanger i've heard oh, some people say it me. is it's not a cliffhanger i don't think it, I don't think it is i mean i don't back. know fight me all right okay i mean it's I okay think- go ahead I'll let you do your actual answer, but this is I me think as a there there is a reveal at the end. Like if you didn't read the last chapter, I think you would just be like, "Okay, that book ended. Maybe I wanted a little more resolution here or there, okay. but like it's a full story arc, but then like I do open up the like dun 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 in the last chapter." So See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm not going to read not the last chapter. We get to the yeah. last chapter. But it's not like you get to like the climax of the battle and then I'm like, "Oh, and you gotta wait. Again. Yeah, like, it's not that. Like we get through all the stuff. All the stuff happens. There's just a like, hey, wait a second. What about um, that is going to because you need something to. Kick I off think there's a little two. bit more than that, and I can't wait for readers to get there because. Yeah, it at least is. It is much kinder than when I sent out the draft to all my critique yes. partners that ended at the actual cliffhanger moment before I had decided how I was going to end the book. Yes. That would have. Um, that would have led to me having lots of books thrown at my head. You all I don't think people. I don't think people will want to throw books at my head. They'll know that kind of. They'll know when they get to that chapter. They'll know what chapter it is. There is one chapter, and I want everyone when you get to a certain chapter and you go, "Ah," um, just picture the fact that I did send out a draft of the book that ended right there to like a half dozen people because I didn't know how to end the book and I wanted their help. And trust me, that they were not pleased at all. Great, so good. 
So good. We love to know that people are angry. Yeah, sometimes you gotta call in the troops and say, help me, I don't know how to end this book. And sometimes uh, an angel named Margie Fuston will swoop in and yell at you and then come up with a a concept that yes. gives you the idea you need to wrap up that book and open it up for a sequel. So I thank you, Margie. Love it. And do you know about how long people will have to wait for that sequel? It is scheduled for summer 2023. Nice. So you got a as year. long as I can get it in shape in time, then yeah, that is the plan. I don't. There isn't a specific date set yet, yeah. but yeah, it should be about a, about a year. Which I know feels like a long time to everyone waiting to read. It feels like not enough time <laughs> to the person writing I it. Know. But that is publishing. This is the whole, like, you'll finally get to experience the thing that I think would make me so happy, but then also break my small soul, which is people who are like, I read your book in a night. Yep. Oh, that's great, because it took me five years of work. Yep. That's cool. I get a lot of that, and Real it's always excited. followed by, I can't wait for the sequel, and I'm like, thank you, but also, maybe... Grab a cup of tea and settle in for just a second because I got a little work to do before it's going to be ready for you. Yeah. And I'm such a chaotic writer that, like, I've had, you know, people that aren't quite just readers, you know, someone who, like, in the book industry who will be like, yeah, you can send me your draft whenever. Like, I'd love to read it. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. (laughs) Like, you think you would. But I'm not one of those people that turns out a nice, pretty first draft. Like, you would get the story, yes, but it would not be be what you wanted it to be. I, I need to go back and... Do a lot of finagling and massaging and all streamlining, but right. it's it's falling into place. I mean, I do have, we'll call it a first draft, but it would be generous to call it a first draft. It's more like a half a first draft and a half a zero draft. And yeah. so now I'm really getting in there. I mean, even just today, I had a whole bunch of light bulb moments because you know me, I always have like floaty scenes because mm-hmm. I know you used to be like, how is this possible? But I have seen some like, it could be a this moment or it could be a this moment. It could be a this vibe or it could be a this vibe. And a bunch of those, I think finally clicked today and I was like okay nope I am stealing that from there and I'm putting it over here and now it feels very different and that was exactly what I was missing so nice so yeah getting to the exciting phase and I've been told by other authors that so much of the the mental block and the slog of writing book two magically evaporates once you actually have launched book one out into the world so I'm really looking forward to that and I want to be ready right running because it's like your brain is split between things that it should yes. that are worst case scenario best case scenario right yeah, like exactly it's two different and it's also two different stages of thinking in the process right oh yeah totally like you have one that's a final complete polished baby <laughs> and then you have one that's like <laughs> just being born so it's all yeah. messy i'm like rereading book one as i make playlists and you know cry over all the sad songs i picked and then i'm trying to like flip back into creative mode what is something about your book coming out that is the most just exciting for you like what is in your deep deep little heart what's the thing (laughs) that makes it glow the thing i always wanted was to see it in a bookstore that Uh was always the dream i'm really excited to do that um, but I actually think the thing that I didn't expect or I just didn't really let myself think about was how neat it is to see other people engaging with it, uh-huh. like to actually see. I mean, even just, you, you know me, like I've always been, I'm, I'm not super excited about making visual content. Um, like I do it, but I'm not someone who is visually gifted. I, you know, I'm not, I, I admire bookstagrammers, but like I've never been that great at it. It's always been a challenge yeah. for me. And so... 
now to get tagged in all these, I mean, people like the most beautiful displays Uh and to see that my book gets to be a part of it. I mean, I'm really starting to appreciate, I think, just the the artistry that goes into that. Yeah. And it's cool to feel like I got to play a part in it. Yeah. So that's been really cool to just see other people creating things because of or with or inspired by something I created is just really awesome. As a very collaborative person, it feels like it really has gone beyond me. And I love that. Um, no, I think that's beautiful. Like interacting with it. Right. And then there's almost like, um, I don't know. There's like, no, I, for me, there's like, rare there's a rare comparison to being like you get it you Mm -hmm. get it and I think when people do things like that or they love certain things about it or they find little corners of your book that you didn't know even existed like that's Mm -hmm. that's special because it's like you get it you understand yeah and that they turn it into something new yeah I just think is so cool and turn it into something new that I could never do right you know I mean like I'm my book is in um a subscription box called the novelty chest where they make specialized tea blends to go with the book and that is so cool I could never have come up with that I could never do that I just think that's neat or you know just people making these beautiful like bookstagram layouts with all these beautiful props and I'm just like that is awesome I can't do that yeah and so like you know I wrote the book that that maybe they couldn't have written because they have a different book in them than my book but then like I could never have made that beautiful visual to depict it so like how cool is it that two people who have never met both got to create something together like it's just it's really That's exciting, really cool. and it's yeah. It just gives me the warm fuzzies. All the That's time. such a cool look at it too. I never would have thought about it that way. Like we're creating yeah, something together. Yeah, and I didn't. It wasn't something I had ever thought Aww. about, but now I feel like that's the thing I think most often. Even just looking at these covers, like someone read my book and turned it into visual art, and I cannot do visual art, so that's amazing. Yeah. Or even just reels and TikToks that are so much effort for me to try to figure out how to do. People make these beautiful slideshows with the perfect music, and I'm like, look at you just like doing that and doing an amazing right. job and it's just cool like it just feels like I got to be the springboard for someone to create something new and artistic that I can't do and I, I love that that's exciting I love that that makes my heart glow it makes my heart Good. very very happy <laughs> I mean the other day I had it, it was probably cheesy and maybe I hope people didn't roll their eyes but I just had this moment where I was like thank you so much to everyone that has made like a visual or a reel or anything because like not only is it this warm fuzzy, but every time I get to share something that someone else made, I'm like, you just took like a little bit of pressure off my shoulders. And I'm just so thankful to that. Aww. Like, not even just in a promotional sense, but it's just like, I don't know. It's, it feels like a little gift each time. Yeah. So. That's beautiful. I love that. Aww. <laughs> yeah, because, like, starting next week, I'll get tagged in stuff and I won't know whether to look at it or not. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Um, as we're yeah. wrapping, I guess, towards, cause I, unless there's anything else you want, I have a no. couple of like random things here for funds. Go for it. Yeah. Um, it's basically like graduation. Dante and Alyssa yeah. and all the crew are going out into the world. Um, as is custom to do cringy, cringy, sometimes cringy, <laughs> sometimes heartfelt. What graduation advice do you have for Dante? <laughs> um, I guess I would say get used to it because I think we all know that the the, the grumpy curmudgeons, the harder they fall, um, the less control they maybe have over their feelings and their future. So Love that. Yeah. If he thinks anything's going to get easier for him, he is. Give it up. (laughs) Um, What graduation advice do you have for Alessa? Hmm... 
practice patience. It's not her virtue. It's not her natural tendency. Um, but if she's tying herself to Mr. Grumpy, no speakies about his feelings, she's going to have to learn how to bite her tongue and wait for him to talk sometimes. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Emily, people yes. can buy This Vicious Grace right now. Right, right now. now. Anywhere Please books are do. Sold. Anywhere books really are Really appreciate it. You can read it. You can use it as a coaster. You can use it as a doorstop. You can use it as wallpaper. Do whatever you want. Love I it. really appreciate you buying it. It means so much to me. Thank you so much. If you do read it, go review it on Goodreads, Amazon, yeah. wherever you purchased it, Barnes & Noble. Um, yeah, Amazon especially because they don't let anyone review it ahead of time. So yeah. like that's a big algorithm thing. If people review it um, review on Amazon, it. that really helps um, And if see it. If it's less than five stars, don't tag. <laughs> don't tag. Don't, don't, tally. don't tag anybody. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know some of you, someone here was thinking about it. It's going to tag it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, you can you're leave welcome a to not love it. You just you don't have to tell you don't me. Have to tell cool. about it. You just do it. That's cool. You just do it. Yeah. And then that's it. Cool. Yep. All right. We've said that a couple times because everybody. The last couple episodes, people coming on being like, yeah, I got tagged in a negative review the other day. And I'm like, I'll fight them. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. And I think, I mean, I think back to like before I became an author. And I guess I think it's just like if you're mentioning someone that's on the internet, you just think you're just supposed to put their handle in there. So I guess so people can like find them or follow them or know who you're talking about. You just kind of forget that that person is going to get a notification every time. You know, like yeah. even I don't even know how to respond when people tag me in nice things. Like, because sometimes, you know, I'll say, thank you for reading. And someone goes, oh, hi. And I'm like, oh, 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 you didn't know I was going to, oh, hi, sorry. Like, it's like, I'm like, I feel like I accidentally was eavesdropping. And I was like, no, you tagged me. I didn't, sorry if I just made it weird. <laughs> like, they don't give authors, like, a handbook on how to no. respond. So, uh. You just do the best yeah. you can. Yep. Um, what is one thing this week that has brought you joy? Goodness, a lot of things. Um, my mom just came over today to, to hold and pet my book babies. Yeah. And that gave me joy. That was exciting. That's a good yeah. <laughs> What's something that has brought you joy, Anna? Um, we went um we went thrift st- like thrift store shopping, Ooh, which was great. Um, Stephen doesn't really go thrift store shopping; like it's not something we've done before. And I used to do it all the time mm-hmm. as a kid, so we got to like go through treasures, as we called that's them. Fun. Yeah. So that was really fun. As a writer, I feel like that's a great way to get ideas too. It's so good. There's so many yeah. things there that you're like, every one of you has a story. Why are you here? Exactly. Yes. I, love I think you. that's actually, I'm one of those weird people. I get sad when I go thrifting because seeing all the like abandoned stuff always makes me think like once upon a time, someone wanted this and then they don't. So Right. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'll adopt you. You're mine now. <laughs> yeah. Like I have exactly. a beautiful basket that looks like my grandma owned it, but it's mine. Yep. I love it. Well, Emily, we're here. Did What's it? happening? Yeah, we did it's it. been a long, it's been a long road. I mean, I, people have been asking me questions recently and I'll be like, oh yeah, that was back like last summer. Oh no, it was two summers ago. Cause yeah, this, this book deal was announced back in April of 2020, but it's finally here, which still feels surreal. So I don't know. Time has no meaning right. and I'm excited to just kind of like slide across the finish line, you know, Yay. mission accomplished. Yeah. Mission accomplished. It's done. Mission accomplished. It's done. <laughs> Out of my hands. On to yours now, readers. Have fun. Right. With it. I it's hope it's not your problem it. anymore. It's their problem. <laughs> yeah, the sequel's Don't my problem. <laughs> their problem. Yeah, they can't save you. <laughs> no. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Basic Pitches. You can get this fish's grace right now, right now, today. You can go buy it online. I got the special shiny Barnes and Noble edition that you can get. Um, You can find a bunch of different copies online. So go order it right now. Go to your local bookstore right now and go support Emily.